T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Live on KMOX. Coming up in about 10 minutes, the newest head coach in St. Louis professional sports is going to join us. We now know for sure that the XFL is returning to St. Louis and the head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks and or not and or or whatever their name is moving forward. Uh, Anthony Beck is going to join us coming up in just a few moments. He is scheduled to join us at 715. Uh, we talk a lot about the Cardinals and obviously a lot of reaction to what's going on with Nolan Ar- Arnato and Paul Goldschmidt. Probably just as importantly over the weekend is what happens with Stephen Matz and Harrison Bader. Actually, I, you can actually make the argument that that's more important. Because you're losing Arnato and Goldschmidt for two games. We don't know when we're going to see Steven Matz pitch again. We don't know when we're going to see Harrison Bader play again. We just don't. And at some point, you just have to stop expecting players to return from injury and expect them to contribute. I think the Jack Flaherty conversation, we've all gotten to that point, right? Like We can all agree that... Whatever you get from Flaherty at this point in time is just bonus, is just extra. You cannot rely on anything. You cannot be playing this game of, well, when you get Flaherty back, whenever that might happen, then the rotation's going to look like this. Or, you know, count on Flaherty to be a guy in the playoffs. That's going to make the team that much better. It's going to be like getting a a big trade. It's going to be, you know, right at the deadline, after the deadline. No, you can't do that because there's – there's really no reason to expect that these guys are going to be healthy and will be able to stay healthy. And that's just just part of life. Sometimes there are guys who just get injured a lot and they have a hard time staying healthy. This is not the first time it's happened. Now, I do think this year is a little bit unique. And I haven't seen the numbers on how the injury situation this year compares with previous years, but... It, it feels like it's a lot more, and maybe we say that every single year, but we should have seen this coming. In fact, 
I know I haven't been around here, but it's something I've been talking about for a while. I fully expected this to be a year where injuries were really impacting a lot of teams because the baseball calendar is so based off routine. And this year, because of the lockout, players did not have access to the team facilities. Players did not have access to team doctors. Players did not have access to everything that they normally have access to during the offseason. Now, not every player takes advantage of that. Some players take advantage of it more than others, but a lot of players do. And just having access to the facility and just being able to go talk to an athletic trainer, just being able to go talk to a doctor if you feel something, that's, a, that's an important part of the kind of the offseason health plan, for lack of a better term. And that didn't exist this year. And when we really back things up even beyond this offseason, think about the last few years and just the lack of routine. It goes back to the COVID year. You go into that year, you start spring training, you have to completely stop spring training. You come back for summer camp. You have the shortened 60-game season. Everything's weird. Then you come back the next year. You start spring training a little bit late. It, just a little, it was still a little bit off. You started the year, didn't have full crowds. Uh, everything was a little bit off. Then finally, you kind of have a regular off season, uh, or you have kind of a, f- a regular season at that point. But then you just go into it's been for the last three years. It's been nothing but things being off the normal routine. So even if we got rid of the COVID stuff from a couple years, you know, from the, the to two years prior, and just look at this past off season and what went into it and the fact that you didn't have access as a player to the normal stuff that in itself to me would have put up red flags and said, there's a good chance that injuries are going to be more pronounced this year than normal. When you add that on to everything that happened for basically the two years prior, the two seasons prior with the COVID stuff, it just guys have not been able to be in their normal 12 month baseball routine and that leads to injuries it just does and I'm still concerned about how pitching is going to cut you it was going from the 60 game season back to the 162 last year now you're back a second straight year of 162 how is that impacting arms what residual effects is this going to continue to have over the next say two years like I think it's all connected maybe I'm making too big of a deal of it but I think it's all connected and it's something that you need to be cognizant of so Stephen Matz you can't rely on him for the rest of the year. If you get you get something out of him, great, because we saw how effective he could be when he was pitching on Saturday. But at this point with the injuries and just the fact that they keep happening, and maybe it's a little bit less that way with Harrison Bader, but it wasn't good that on Friday night he goes out and immediately feels some pain in his foot. We'll get back to the Cardinals coming up uh, later on this hour, but we are going to shift gears. We're going to talk XFL football. The XFL set to return to St. Louis, their head coach, whatever the team is called. Anthony Beck, he's going to join us in just a moment or so at Sports Open Line on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We officially learned that St. Louis is once again going to be hosting an XFL team. The Battlehawks were very successful prior to COVID shutting down XFL 2.0. We've also learned who the head coach of the new St. Louis XFL franchise will be, a guy who has spent some time playing with the St. Louis Rams. New head coach Anthony Beck joins us right now on the program. Coach, thanks so much for uh, taking some time. Congratulations. We look forward to seeing you here in St. Louis. No, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's a tremendous honor to be the head coach of St. Louis team for the XFL. Um, I remember my time there back in 2008. Obviously, it wasn't a historic time as far as the organization standpoint. Winning football games, but coming back, I have a chance to rectify that now, uh, being the head coach of uh, St. Louis. So, yes, yeah, I'm fired up about it. I can't wait. This is a team uh, that I wanted to be the head coach for, and uh, this fan base is absolutely incredible. And um, just by the uh, everything I've seen from the years past, uh, it, it looks like it's going to be an awesome environment. So it's a challenge for non-NFL football leagues to get fans, and we've seen that with the first XFL. We saw that with the USFL. It's very much a made-for-TV product. But here in St. Louis, the fans are supporting the product. You may go to some road games, and there might not be all that many fans in the stands, but you'll probably have good attendance here. How exciting is that, that you're going to be playing somewhere where you are going to get the fan support? That's tremendous. I mean, uh, just incredible. Some of the videos that I saw and obviously remember watching some of the games in the 2020 XFL, just how extraordinary the fan base was. I mean, uh, they came out in droves, rocking that place, uh, the face paint, the kids, the family, all of that stuff is just tremendous. And there's a huge reason why I made a push on be, uh, being the head coach for the St. Louis team. My time there was spectacular. I mean, I love the community. Uh, everything about St. Louis was awesome when I'm there. I brought my family out there when I played, and 
uh, just a tremendous time. And, yeah, it's going to be huge. It'll be huge for us as a football team, uh, the players on the field, to go out there and have that experience, that real experience, and make it a, obviously a place where, you know, teams are going to not want to come and play. And I think it's going to be a, a great venue uh, every single home game. And we got to rock it out now. Fill the top. That's my hashtag for the team till we get to game day. Fill the top. Let's get that top going. Let's get more fans out there. Some of those fans that maybe weren't able to be a part of that first experience, now we can actually go out there. The, the team is back. St. Louis has a team, and uh, it's going to be awesome. What's your coaching style? What will fans see from a, a team coach by Anthony Becht? Yeah, you know, they're going to see a guy that's going to be uh, passionate and intense uh, in a good way, in a positive way. You know, I want these players to be, number one, coached up. I want them to have the opportunity to showcase their abilities and uh, really help develop them to become the players that they're trying to be. Uh, i got a great staff put in place. Uh, you know, you're going to have a team that's smart, going to put a lot of uh, the way I played, the discipline, the preparation, some of the skill sets that I had that kept me in the league for 12 seasons is going to be something I'm really going to push to these guys. And one thing that I, from my experience in coaching the AAF is, you know, those players that played in that spring league, they were dialed in. They wanted the information. Uh, you know, all three of my guys went to NFL training camps uh, that following season. So, you know, there's, there's, there's something there with these guys that are just so close to the cusp of making it, but just quite aren't there. And they got a skill set to show, and we're going to create stars. We're going to have players that fans are going to want to wear on the back of their jerseys, names, new names. You're going to know some of the names. We're going to get the very best talent we can through the draft process uh, leading up to the season. Uh, it's going to be a remarkable uh, opportunity for everyone. Can you let the cat out of the bag at all about any of the uh, members of your coaching staff, maybe any notable names that are going to be uh, on your staff? Yeah, you know, right now, obviously, just Bruce Gretowski, the offensive coordinator, you know, longtime backup quarterback in the league. He's got uh, tremendous respect, super smart, talented. He's going to be an awesome addition. And, then, of course, Donnie Abraham, which everybody knows, uh, these two guys have already been put out there. He's going to be uh, our defensive coordinator. And, you know, we'll, we'll get to those staff probably in uh, September when we bring the, the rest of them on. And I promise you there are going to be some names that uh, fans are going to recognize and uh, something definitely looking forward to announcing and only going to be uh, something to get excited about because, you know, my goal, obviously, i got to bring the best coaches with me. I'm, I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room every single day. I want to bring experience. I want to bring a mix of youth. Uh, I want to energize the players on a day-to-day basis, and I want them to get a good feel of that. And I feel like I have a really good handle on who those coaches are going to be that can help us and can't wait to announce those guys. I would not be doing my job if I didn't ask you this next question. Everybody wants to know <laughs> the name of the team. There are hardcore Battlehawks fans that are hoping that's going to be the Battlehawks. Right. What do you know? What can you share? Well, listen, you're right. Our fans are passionate. They, they want answers. They want more, right? They get the, they get the team in St. Louis. They want, they want another uh, piece of it. You know, what's the team name going to be? I will say this. You know, to be announced, it will come out. And I promise you that the fan base is going to be excited about how ownership goes about, uh, you know, placing the names of the teams and the low, everything that has to do with the team. So I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm going to save that. It's going to be another announcement. But when we unroll it, I promise you that uh, you know, I know the fans are going to love it. They'll embrace it, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be great for uh, for the city of St. Louis. When you got done playing, you've done a lot of media. You're obviously on the coaching track, and you're still doing media stuff. What what led you to where you're at right now to want per, want to pursue this kind of opportunity? 
Yeah, well, you know, you're right. I did get into the media. Coaching was was there was options for me, NFL college wise, over my career that I just honestly, from a timing standpoint, uh, turned down. The one thing that did intrigue me over my uh, during my retirement is obviously being a part of the AAF, coaching under Mike March, uh, where I learned a tremendous amount of just being a leader of men and, and just kind of running things. He really took me under his wing. And he, day to day, he would always tell me just, you know, you need to be getting into coaching. You need to be coaching. You can, this is something you need to go full all board in. And then obviously over the years, uh, you know, doing NFLPA collegiate all-star games, I did eight years of that. And, and finally the time was right. You know, the day that the DJ and, and Danny Garcia bought the XFL in bankruptcy, I want to say it was that August of, of uh, it was 20, year 18, almost two years now, I was literally, this job has to be mine. And I was pretty emphatic about going after it. And I made those connections. I found the right people. And finally, you know, it's hard to sit in front of the people that matter and really sell and, and sell your vision and, and tell them why you would be a great choice. And this is something that I, like you said, I, yeah, I was a player for 12 years. I've done some, some coaching here and there. The media has been huge. I actually use the media as part of my preparation over the years, calling over 200 games, college, NFL, learning college football, learning about coaches, learning systems, and just adding on to the knowledge I already have. And I've really been analyzing every single decision a coach has made in every one of those uh, opportunities that I had to call a game. So now it's my turn. I get to put all that to use and obviously, you know, leading men, getting the best product on the field, a coaching style that to me, you know, I have some ideas in my mind, how I want my team to be and look like and how I'm going to make that happen. I'm excited for that process to happen. New XFL St. Louis head coach, Anthony Beck, continuing to join us. Just a couple more questions for him. There's some good talkers in the head coach. Stoops has obviously been doing some TV stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Wade Phillips is as good of a talker out there. I can, can you commit to your press conferences being the best press conferences of any XFL head coach this year or moving forward? What? Yeah, you know, look, I, engagement is huge. I'm a people person. You know, I love engage. I've tried to engage with, you know, a lot of uh, – I'm very heavy on social media as well, just like a lot of the other guys, and I've tried to interact as much as I can. I think it's important. You know, I'm going to be a guy that's going to be available. I'm going to be a coach that's going to, you know, try to answer those questions as best as possible. I do – you know, my personality, I feel like, is is set for, you know, a little bit of a different kind of feel from, from the coaching standpoint and want to be open and available. I mean, you know, listen, I – you know, there's there's a way to turn a switch on in certain different ways. How you coach, when you coach, when you when you can be a guy that you can be yourself around. But to me, I'm just trying to be true across the board and and be me and do it my way. And I think that's what's going to be great about this opportunity. So maybe it might be unorthodox to some folks on how coaches maybe go about things. But as far as knowing the game, uh, going about the game, the knowledge of the game, what I want this team to look like, and how we're going to be on the field, and all those other things. Uh, I'm ready for that. So uh, I can't wait to take it on. And um, like I said, it's, it's going to be me, a collection of great staff, and the people around me is ultimately what's going to make the players, the teams, and everything about it uh, the best possible team for this fan base to root for. You mentioned Mike Martz and the impact that he's had on you and the relationship with Martz. We know about Martz here in St. Louis, and you, you think about some of the crazy stuff and, the, and the, just the, the wild offense that, that you would see with him. How much of that will be part of this new team? Well, you know, I can't guarantee the greatest show on turf, right? But I can tell you this, you know, I, I've learned a lot from his, you know, his offense in, in the short amount of time we were together uh, with the San Diego fleet. And I'll tell you, he, 
he, he's a mind now. And I think it's, it's, it's going to be a collection of everything. I mean, the number one thing is you got five weeks of training camp and then you're into the season. There's no off season. There's no full year of OTAs. You have to come up with a great system that not only is easy to learn, but it is, you know, a bit of uh, a jump for these guys so that they can learn the game a little differently and see a little differently. But I think now it's all about the communication part of it. How can you install something easily so that you can be, you know, just as uh, diverse as you want to be offensively as some of these teams in the NFL. So, you know, that's what me and Bruce and the staff will do. We'll put that together and I'm excited. It comes down to personnel who we have, but I want to be explosive. I want to take chances. I want to have strategic risk throughout the game, but we want to come out there and light the school board up and play great defense. And, and that's the mindset going in. So we want to make it exciting for the fans. Uh, you know, we don't want any six, three games, that's for sure. But uh, we definitely want to have, you know, that scoreboard ringing a bit. And the more fans we have, like I said, fill the top. That's what we're trying to do. Let's get that second level up and get as many fans there. And I promise you, you know, I'll do my part in putting the product on the field. Before we know it, the, uh, the spring season is going to be here for XFL football. We're really excited for it. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I hope we can uh, catch up with you uh, a few more times as we move towards uh, that point. Anytime, man. Appreciate you having me. Awesome. Very good. There's a new XFL St. Louis coach, uh, Anthony Beck, joining us. I tried. I tried to find out what the team name would be. You got to be. You knew he wasn't going to answer that question. But again, I would not be doing my job if I did not ask that question. So he was fired up. That was fun. That was good. He's. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a good soundbite. He's going to be a good, uh, good quote. I want to hear from you. Uh, text in, call in. What's the excitement level for the XFL? Because the excitement level for the Battlehawks was pretty high, right? The the fan support and everything that that organization did was fantastic. You could may, easily make the argument that that franchise was the best XFL franchise. I'm not talking about wins and losses, but just in terms of community engagement, drawing fans, everything that they did, it was absolute top-notch. It was the best. And... There was true excitement. Now, again, the XFL. Now, again, football in St. Louis. I want to know how you feel. So call, text, 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. We'll take some phone calls. We'll take some uh, text messages on this. Are you just as excited about this as before, or is it just like another league? We'll see if they even stick around. Uh, is there where are you at on it? So hopefully, uh, hopefully some folks uh, get on this. 314-436-7900. Your thoughts on the XFL's return to St. Louis? We'll do that next at Sports Open Line on KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Matt Pauly back with you. Always streaming live on the Odyssey app. If you don't have it, what are you waiting for? All the sports, all the music, all the news, all the podcasts that you want are all available on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. If you want to join in on the conversation about the XFL's return, 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900 as St. Louis has been announced as once again an XFL franchise. We just uh, had uh, Coach Anthony Becht on the program. Fun to talk to him. That was a really fun conversation. He brings a lot of energy. He's going to be a really good uh, representative of St. Louis. Let's get our first phone call on this conversation. Sean, and this, this is the question for you. Are you as excited this time around as you were the first time around when it comes to the XFL and playing in St. Louis? We'll go to Sean. Sean, you're on Sports Open Line. Oh, all right. So I am very excited. Like, it, I, I, I was, I was over the moon about the Battle Hawks. Like, I went to that first game, uh, and I tickets to the next one before COVID took it away from us. And it's going to be kind of disappointing if they do a rebrand. I get the impression they're not telling us uh, the name of the team because they want to rebrand it for, like, NFL purposes. But um, either way, I'm down. I'm down to get drunk on a Saturday morning and party and watch some football. All right, Sean. Uh, Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I'm trying to read into are they not announcing that it's going to be the Battle Hawks because it's not going to be the Battle Hawks? or because they just want the excitement of the return of the Battlehawks being able to be its own thing. If you work in the XFL and you work in marketing and you work in promotions, you want uh, to have as many big moments as possible. You want to be in the news as much as possible. So you're never going to announce the name of the team when you announce the existence of the team because you're losing out on another opportunity to make news. You're losing out on that opportunity to have people like me talk about it. So it makes all the sense in the world. I'm just trying to, I was, when, when I asked Coach Beck the question, I was trying to listen to that answer and trying to, you know, decipher through the words he was saying. You know, it's, he, he did not let anything go. He didn't say we're going to announce the new team name. He didn't say that. Those words did not come out of his mouth. So it was... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, at one, one moment I'll sit here and say, you know what, they got to be the Battle Hawks. The Battle Hawks were so uh, successful, they, they, they have to. 
or the the next moment it's like ah it's like the uh remember the St. Louis Steamers back in the day the soccer team super successful then what they had the ambush and they were kind of excess, successful and eventually they brought back the steamers but it just wasn't the same would you be doing that I don't know I mean it's only been like 3 years and it's the second year of the XFL if if we consider it the same league I guess that's the other thing do we, is it st- is it the same XFL that cut things down it would have been really interesting to see from a from kind of a business of sports perspective it would have been really interesting if if we didn't have covid what that league looked like right now does that league still exist does Vince McMahon and the WWE folks, are they able to uh, really grow that league? And, and one of the things that you want to do, and I, to be honest with you, I don't know if this ownership group and, and The Rock and his uh, partners, whether or not they want to eventually sell off the franchises to local owners or if they just want to continue to keep it, the business model of it being the one entity forever and ever and ever. And there's two ways to go about it. You can... You could sell off to local ownership, and that's something you know, that happens like in independent baseball. I worked for an independent baseball league uh, where I was a broadcaster for a team down in Georgia many, 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 many years ago, and the, the league fell on its face and had one year of an existence and then went away. But their business model was to create this league, create these teams, get the ballpark agreements, get everything going, and then the way that they were really going to make money was they were then going to start selling off these these teams to local owners. So what was going to start as a single business, single entity business model, what the idea if it was going to be successful was for it to eventually be something where every every team had its own ownership. It never got to that point because again the league fell on its face. But at the other on the other side of things, if you're really successful and you know, the, this is not an apples to apples comparison because I'm talking about kind of a, a dinky little independent baseball league that had teams in the in the south southern part of the country. This is something that's a lot bigger deal. This is going to have national TV. This has there, there's a lot more expense that goes along with this. If they can go be really successful with this, and success from a financial standpoint comes from the TV money that you bring in, it comes from the sponsorships that you're going to sell, it comes from Getting attendance, although it, we saw just now with the USFL, which played all their games in Birmingham, Alabama, that was a made-for-TV product. The fans did not matter. It's almost like a college bowl game. How many of those college bowl games do we watch in December on ESPN on a Thursday night that's kicking off at 8 o'clock from somewhere in Arizona, and there's nobody in the stands? There's nobody there. There's a few fans, and that's it. It's Again, those the point of those bowl games and most of them are owned by ESPN. The point of those bowl games are not to draw fans. If they do draw fans, groovy. That's, that's good. That's extra money. But the point of it is to have the TV money. And that's what the USFL banked on. And that's lar- you're not going to be successful with a second-tier football league, a non-NFL football league, unless you do bring in TV money. So it would be, it would be interesting to sit down and talk with the folks who own the XFL and really find out what their business plan is and what their business model is. Like, to, uh, If they are very successful, if, if this thing is still in existence 10 years from now, which would be great if it is, it'd be fun if it is, uh, but the, the idea of spring football in this country has not exactly been the most successful thing. The track record is not good. 
if they finally get it right, if these XFL people are are just on top of everything, they draw an audience, they have a legitimate TV deal, they have legitimate fans in all these various markets. If you do, if if they do that, what does it look like in ten years? Is it still the single entity business model? Are they selling off the franchises? Are there going to be more than eight franchises? Are they going to try to go into other cities? If the USFL fails, do we try? Do they try to go into some of those cities that were supposed to be represented? That USFL thing was weird because every single game was played in Birmingham, Alabama. Yet they all had team names, like they were from different cities. So. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to say the least. I think we can say that St. Louis sports fans are absolutely going to support this team 100%. There is no doubt that they are going to support it and it's going to have some of the best attendance. It was interesting when you look at the cities of the uh, the New York and the L.A. franchise were dropped in addition to the Tampa Bay franchise. So this XFL, this version of it, they made the decision to not be in New York and not be in L.A. And that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. It's a bad thing because if you're going to be based around TV, you'd like to have a few more eyes and the two biggest media markets in the country. But on the other side of it, are you really going to be able to gain traction? Are you really able going to find your place in the the media marketplace when you're in New York and L.A.? L.A., that's still the... You look what the Rams have done and winning the Super Bowl, and they're, they're still the football fans there aren't supporting that team. They still don't. It's football fans in California stink for the most part. I'm sure there's some good ones, but why would you want to have football there? And I, to to a lesser extent, uh, I don't. There's just not that love of football in New York. Now I'm talking about New York City. Obviously, you look at fans in Buffalo and upstate New York. It's a little bit different. And while the Jets and Giants get supported. Syracuse college football isn't really supported in the Northeast. Syracuse, if they're good, gets gets fans, gets some gets some media coverage. But that is not a that's not a place where you just go there and everybody is football crazy. That's just not the way the Northeast is. All right, we're going to finish out the program. I want to tell a story real quick, and we'll take a break. And I want to hear from you. I want I want you to tell me if I am correct or not in feeling violated. By something that happened to my car. It was it was very odd. When I when I walked outside today, my car was in a different place. I'll explain that in just a moment. It's sports open line on a Monday night on KMOX. Paul Goldschmidt was named the National League Player of the Week earlier today. He will not be available the next two days as they play in Toronto. But the tear that he is on right now, pretty incredible. Goldschmidt has homered in each of the last four games, five if you include the All-Star break, but the regular or the All-Star game. The regular season games, those are four straight games against the Reds. So the last time a Cardinals player hit a home run in four straight games against Cincinnati. You have to go all the way back to 1929. It was Chick Hafey in 1929 who uh, who did that. And uh, so when I was looking into his numbers a little bit, it was interesting because his 1929 season, I'm talking about Hafey, he was really good. He had 29 home runs and 125 RBIs, hitting that year 338. Career year for him. In t- 1927, he hit 329 with 18 home runs and 63 RBIs, and he got MVP votes. 
He was number 26 in the MVP. The next year, 1928, hit 27 home runs, 111 RBIs, hit 337. So the batting average just about where he was at in 1929. Home runs and RBIs a little bit left. He came in number 12 in the MVP year. Then in the MVP vote, 1929 has the 29 home runs, the 125 RBIs, 338 average, uh, in many ways put together a career year. His OPS was as good as it was. That was his best OPS year. He didn't get a single MVP vote in 1929 after getting MVP votes with lesser numbers in 1928 and 1927. The NL MVP in 1929 was... Rogers Hornsby, who was playing for Chicago at the time. Uh, We are keeping an eye on what's going on with the Brewers and the Rockies. Right now, they are in the top of the third inning, and in Milwaukee, the Rockies have a 1-0 lead as they uh, wrap up a uh, wraparound series here on the weekend after the Brewers were able to come back to get a win yesterday. So the standings right now when it comes to the NL Central. The Brewers are in first place. The Cardinals are two and a half. So depending on what happens in that Brewers-Rockies game tonight, the Cardinals will go into tomorrow's game, sitting either two games back or three games back. All right, as we wrap things up, I want to know if I I feel violated on something. And I want to know if I'm right to feel violated. So I'll be asking for your text messages to tell me whether or not I'm in, uh, or or tweets for that matter. So we just moved back to St. Louis last week. Our, Our next home is not going to be ready until the first week of August. So we've been staying at a hotel. Myself, my wife, our three-year-old daughter, we've been staying at a hotel. And as you might expect, having a three-year-old daughter and living a few weeks in a hotel, that's challenging at times, but that's okay. We're making do. We're glad to be here. So the hotel is getting their parking lot paved. And a few days ago, they did half of it, and everybody in the hotel received a little note on their door that said, The parking lot's being paved. This area, make sure not to park in this area. And nobody parked in that area, and they paved it. It's been a few days since then. No note or anything. This morning, wake up, eat breakfast and everything, eventually make my way out to the parking lot, and it's being paved. We did not get notice that it was being paved. And um, I, I later learned that the hotel thought that the people who were paving the, the parking lot would be coming tomorrow, not today. So they realized that the people paving the parking lot were going to be coming this morning, just hours before they were going to get there. So instead of putting notes on all the hotel doors, they put notes on all the cars that were in areas where they were going to be paving. They did that at 6 a.m. this morning, and then the actual paving started at about 8 a.m. My car was in the area where they were going to be paving. I did not see that. I did not walk out of the hotel until it was a little bit after 10 o'clock by the time I got out of there. So they brought a tow truck. They brought a tow truck to the parking lot, and they picked up my car, and they moved it somewhere else. It was very disconcerting. It was, I was with my wife, and she said, didn't you park over there last night? I said, yeah. And then I start looking around. Where's my car? I'm like, did they, where's my car? My car's gone. And eventually, <laughs> it's, a, it's a very uncomfortable feeling when you parked your car somewhere and it's not there anymore. And I start looking around and eventually, way far away, I see that my car is in a new spot. 
So I, I go into the hotel and I ask, and that's when I find out about the whole 6 a.m. thing, and they put a note on, on cars. Again, they did not put notes on the doors. They put notes just on cars. I feel violated. I feel somebody picked up my car and moved it to a different spot. It's a very weird feeling to have. Am I right in feeling violated? 314-436-7900. Text in your response to this. I just want to know. Am I am I making a big deal out of absolutely nothing, or do I feel right to kind of feel a little, a little awkward, a little uncomfortable? 314-436-7900. Text those in. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. That is, um, I don't know. You just, you walk out, your car's gone. Luckily, it was not stolen or anything. And you, you immediately do the thing where you're like looking, you're walking around it. What did they do something to it? Is there a scratch? And I drive a 2006 Jeep Wrangler, which I absolutely love. I love my Wrangler. I have no interest in ever having another new car, even though I need to have one at some point in time. Um, but so it's already beat up like you would expect a 2006 Wrangler to be. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking all around. Did they do something to it? Is there a scratch? How do the tires look? How do the soft top windows look? Looking all the way around. It was okay. Everything was uh, was seemingly fine, but yeah, somebody just picked up my car with a tow truck and uh, and moved on, and it felt very weird, very weird, a little, little, little violated, a little violated today. All right, uh, so yeah, if you got any thoughts on that, text them in and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred is uh, how you uh, text it. Uh, Cardinals are getting set to open up this series against Toronto tomorrow. It's a two-game series. Again, this is a really weird road trip right now. You don't see this happen very often where you go on a three-city road trip and you have two off days on the road during the trip. Sometimes you'll go on and, and you'll have the um, you'll have one off day during a three-city road trip, but two off days on a three-city trip is something that's uh, a little bit different. So uh, after enjoying the off day in Toronto today, and I'm sure eating lots and lots of Tim Hortons, uh, they'll open up a two-game series uh, tomorrow against Toronto, tomorrow and Wednesday. 6.07 is the first pitch time for tomorrow. Uh, Andre Pallante will go, and then Adam Wainwright will pitch the uh, the finale on Wednesday, and then they'll go to Washington Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before they uh, end up calling it, uh, calling it a series, and then they'll be back for a series against the Cubs starting on Tuesday, August 2nd. Got some texts. Yes, I'd be upset. I'd sue them is what somebody said about my car. What would I sue them for? Like they, they just moved it. They didn't do anything beyond that. They just moved it. I have, um, I have about 30 seconds left in the show. Ron has called about this. Ron, uh, what are your thoughts on, on my car situation? Do I feel right to feel violated? Well, I'll tell you real quick. I know you got 30 seconds. Uh, back in 2002, we, uh, went to uh, D.C., and long story short, we came out, our van was gone. Um, I, I flagged down the first you know, police officer that came by. Turns out it was Police Chief Charles Ramsey of Washington, D.C., and at the time he was busy with the Chandra Levy investigation. He was the nicest guy. He took us to our car and tore up the ticket. Good story, Ron. Maybe I should have done this earlier. Got a lot of reaction to this. Show's over. Maybe we'll revisit this later on in the week. This is Sports Open Line. We'll talk to you tomorrow for Cardinals Baseball here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.